On a football Friday driven by your local Honda dealer, it's the Hoffman Show on the Team 980 and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yeah, that football Friday driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. And Anthony Haney, uh, you need some ruggedness today out there in the streets. Something as reliable as a Honda, if you will. I see now you're you I turned it. on the wrong well, I turned on the right mic, but it was in the wrong uh wrong mode. Yeah, wrong mode. Okay. Uh yeah. We're, it's too early in the show for a fine. That's that's we're gonna blame Essek on that one. Yeah. And even if it's not, if it's Denton's fault, then we can yell at him at four thirty when he joins us because Denton's also very locked in on college football and mock draft season is officially here. It is indeed. It is indeed, but I would say it's probably Essek because he uses two mics as opposed to one mic. Why does he use two mics? Uh, for some reason, he doesn't like to use the talkback button here, so he uses both mics. Interesting. Yeah, to talk to. Matt Essex is an interesting character. Yes, he is. Then again, never mind. I'm not going to go there. Uh, so here's what we got today. Uh, Denton Day, uh, who's, of course, producer uh, for us here at Team 980, every single weekday on the Kevin Sheehan Show, but is also a fine broadcaster in his own right, uh, who has done a lot of work with Sirius XM College football coverage. Um, he is going to join us. Uh, it, Daniel Jeremiah put out his, his mock draft 1.0, which I'm using to kick off as officially mock draft season is here. You'll remember if you've been with us for a long time, we do a segment we call Mock the Mock, where we kind of make fun of the mock drafts, uh, which is very fun at this point in the calendar um, because nobody knows anything. We're, they're going to change so much. Um, but it, we kind of came up with it midway through last draft season. Because some of the mock drafts were stupid. Uh, but th- we, it gives us a kind of a fun way to look, uh, have some lighthearted fun with the fact that we're projecting this draft four months out. But in reality, it's also, I think, at this point in the calendar, a great way to kind of acquaint ourselves with the names that we're going to be talking about, not just for the commanders, because there's a very small number when you're picking as high as Washington is, uh, but all the, all the names that will be kind of the center of attention over the next four months uh we start though today with some quick thoughts on ben johnson ben johnson is the lions offensive coordinator who is interviewing i think this evening virtually it's at some point today but i do believe it's this evening uh after the lions have gone home for the day about uh, or for the washington commander's open head coaching job very simply he is the universal number one ranked candidate on the market. That does not mean he is inherently the best candidate on the market. There have been many head coach candidates that do not work out as head coaches, and that could be because they aren't up to the job. It could be because they wind up taking a job that was not a good fit for them, and they have bad luck, uh, they were overrated, whatever the reason is, there's, there's dozens of reasons why uh, head coach candidates don't work out. And I would also argue that especially in this cycle, there are probably different definitions for best candidate available depending on who your job is or what your job is. For instance, do I want Bill Belichick here in Washington? Absolutely not. Do I want Eric Bieniemy here in Washington? Absolutely not. I don't think those are rebuild candidates. If I am Atlanta, I am extremely interested in both men. I know that if I can get decent quarterback play, which for me, if I'm Atlanta, means trading for Justin Fields um, or signing some other veteran uh, free agent, but probably probably signing 
uh, or trading for Justin Fields, that I, I could be pretty successful because they have a great roster. If I'm in Los Angeles and I've got Justin Herbert under contract uh, and I need to make some things work defensively, a guy like Belichick is, is tremendously intriguing. Mike Vrabel is more intriguing if I am ready to win right now than I am in a rebuild. Not that those candidates would not have some things to offer here and not that a guy like Ben Johnson wouldn't have anything to offer and couldn't win right now in those other situations. Just what you are looking for will depend on what you are looking for. And not all of these jobs are the same. Every head coaching job is a little bit different. And for Washington, with a blank slate, I think a guy like Ben Johnson is the number one guy. There are others that I would also be extremely happy with. We talked about Raheem Morris yesterday. Um, the more I read and the more I hear about Morris uh, the more I would be thrilled if, if they wound up going that direction. Uh, Mike McDonald from Baltimore is certainly interesting. Uh, Bobby Slowick from Houston is certainly interesting to me. But I think Johnson has a distinct way of thinking about the game based off what we see from him. And everyone you talk to behind the scenes says, this dude's got it. This dude is dynamic. This dude has what it takes to be a leader. He understands roster construction, which you'll actually hear from his boss in just a moment. But when it comes to like offensive football and the building an identity, he strikes the toughness tone that I is a must. And from a more schematic standpoint, like nobody ran the football more from under center this year than the Detroit lions. Now, Jared Goff operates pretty well from under center, um, but also, so he knows how to play to his quarterback strengths. But I think more generally, like that led to an extremely effective play action game where they, I think also led the league in play and touchdowns off play action pass. They understand how to marry their run in their pass game, which is something that I've been begging offensive coordinators in Washington to do for years. I have never understood why you think faking a run play that you don't actually run will get the desired impact from the defense of a, of a fake. Like the whole point is to, like if I never shoot with my left hand, Every once in a while, if we're playing one-on-one, -on -one, could I get you to, to bite on a pump fake if I fake a, you know, a left-handed shot? Maybe. But if like I'm standing at the three-point line and, and I pump fake with my left and I'm right-handed, you're probably just going to be like, okay, shoot it. Go ahead. You're not going to get any reaction. And the same is true on a more macro level, on a, on a bigger level because it's 11-on-11, with play action. And like he understands that. That fundamental cohesive vision of how to play is the kind of person that I want running my football team. I also like someone who has been introspective, taken time, learned, developed themselves as uh, a better coach with an eye on the future. And Dan Campbell uh, actually talked today, the Lions head coach, about Ben Johnson coming back for this final year when he could have left for a head coaching job last year. I think he's made him a better coach. You know, yeah, he's grown as a coordinator, got a little bit better. You learn things as you would being in that position again. But I, but I think, yes, there's that. But I think it's made him more rounded, well-rounded coach. Um, I just think everything has grown. Um, I think he's got a very good grasp of what we do, roster management. I think when, when you do that and, and you get in that and it's like, okay, there could be a next step. I'm not ready for that. In my head, I don't want to do that yet. Yes, I'm a better coordinator, but it's also, he knows he's starting to look for and ask these questions um, about those roster, game day, um, 
building a team, what you're looking for, front of the room. Um, you know, and I think that's it's served him well, and it's a credit to him. And but not many people would do that, and but that's how he viewed it. It's an experience for him. Um, it's a chance to grow, and it's a chance to grow with people that he appreciates being around. Those players, the coaches, everybody in this building. That's the kind of guy I want. Dan Campbell's not available, so I'll take the guy that he's talking about. I'll take Ben Johnson any day of the week. Um, it's pretty simple. Like as a as a coordinator, if you've never been a head coach. You don't know what you don't know. You see all the head stuff the head coach does for you. You see all the stuff the head coach does for the team when you're involved. But you don't know what he's doing when he's, when he's in his office working on other stuff. So go ask. And Ben Johnson has taken the time to ask. And I think someone who's that inquisitive, that much uh, or appreciates that larger picture understanding of what's going on within a football operation is the exact right kind of guy to be a head coach in this league. And one thing I will say about Mike McDonald, this is this is a question, not a negative, is McDonald, you know, one of the other guys that's getting interviews, and including here, is Anthony Weaver, the defensive line coach. Weaver also has the assistant head coach title. And so I wonder how much a guy like McDonald could probably stand to do exactly what Ben Johnson did. Hey, stay one more year with an eye on being a head coach next year and really learning. Now, he might have known, hey, if I have a good year, like I think I, I could be the next guy. And he might have already started that. Or John Harbaugh might be great at mentoring, and you don't got to worry about that. But when you talk about these younger coaches versus a guy like Johnson who took that extra year kind of as a study year, obviously he's doing his job at a very high level as an OC, but also studying to become a head coach. Raheem Morris, who's been a head coach. Dan Quinn, who's been a head coach. You know, do these young guys know what it takes and, and will, or are they smart enough to overcome it? I think those are the kinds of things that are, that are very interesting uh, and why some younger coaches sometimes struggle. Um, but you don't know what you don't know. And the fact that Ben Johnson was like, let me find out, uh, I think is pretty fascinating and, and a great, great sign of why he is the number one guy on most people's list around the league as a potential head coach and certainly is the number one guy on my list as well, even if I think there are plenty of other good names on it. It's the Hoffman Show. We're on the Team 980. We're always live as well on the free Odyssey app. When we get back, the first big mock draft of the season, Daniel Jeremiah's mock draft 1.0 is out. Who does he have the commanders taking at two? We'll tell you if you haven't seen it. Next.